right, Black Box Radio, we have Tanya Bunya, Esquire. Say hi to the people. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) I always think it's so funny when people use Esquire. Um, Okay, so what do you use? um, Just Tanya. Just Tanya? Oh. Tanya, Tanya Bunya. Tanya Banya. Okay, Tanya Banya. All right, so tell the people what you do so we can kind of unpack how the virus or has affected that or made it better or whatever. Uh, yeah, so I am an attorney and um, my principal area of practice is labor and employment law, mm-hmm. uh, mostly plaintiff side um, legal work, and uh, which may, mostly I'm representing. Um, employees who've lost their jobs, people who've been discriminated against. Um, I have a couple of corporate clients, but mostly representing workers. Hmm. That's interesting work. As you can imagine, it's a, it's a very busy time for us because so many people have been impacted with respect to their employment as a result of the pandemic. Okay. So you have a, that's very busy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. So um, when it comes to what's going on with the virus in the country, uh, how do you feel it's being handled from a, like a legal perspective? From a, from a legal perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Well, I'm You're not sure. You're a fine president. You know, do you, are you happy about the response? Am I happy with our president's response? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I use profanity? Anything you want, it's black box radio. Come on. Okay. Fuck no. Fuck <laughs> no. Uh, this guy is the biggest moron on the planet. And, you know, it, it, it was mostly uh, an irritation up until this point, but it, it is really literally a matter of life and death. And, you know, we're, we're paying for people's bigotry and their um, sort of knee jerk response to. You know, the fact that we elected a black president and um, and people are paying with their lives now. And it's, you know, I can't even watch it. I can't watch it because it's so distressing to me. Mm. It's very distressing. And the messaging we are getting from it. I mean, people are just confused. We have uh, um, something around us and we're just like, are we getting better? We're not testing. What are we going to do to slow Mm -hmm. down? I mean, I just I don't understand just watching it. Yeah, it's and and you know I um it's and this is gonna sound really stupid or, or privileged or whatever, but like I feel so guilty about everything that people are going through because you know I'm largely insulated from the worst of it. You know I have a, a I'm self-employed. I own my own practice. Mm-hmm. Um, we have. Uh, a number of cases in court that have been delayed as a result of the court closings. But for the most part, we're very busy. And, uh, you know, I have, I have a a lovely home. I live in a safe neighborhood. I have the resources to buy food in bulk. So I don't have to go to the store that, that often. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, so many citizens don't have those basic things and we're a wealthy country. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, uh, this, this crisis has revealed the, the real weakness of our social, you know, safety net. Mm-hmm. And, um, then the sad thing is that it's, it, 
we had the opportunity. I mean, if there was going to be a silver lining to all of this, my hope would have been that we would finally put in place adequate measures to protect people. Because the things that people are going through right now, uh, mm -hmm. that so many people are going through right now, people are going through every day. Yep. Every day, people, people don't have access to health care. Every day, people don't have adequate food and don't know how they're going to provide for their families. You know, it's just we're going going through this collectively right now. So there's a heightened, you know, concern. And, you know, the Republicans are so quick to say, oh, well, people are in this position through no fault of their own, through no fault of their own. Well, you know what? People are in this position all the time through no fault of their own. And we don't give a shit. <laughs> it's true. That's that's a lot. But that's what's happening in the richest country in the world. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what's happening. And OK, so let's segue into, you know, this um, relief bill mm. and the small business mm. catastrophe mm. of like the uh, roof crisp and these guys accessing that money. And what do you think about these? How even in a pandem pandemic, they find a way to <laughs> to take. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's it's more of the same. Uh, you know, every crisis in America is the opportunity for, you know, deep pocket to get deeper. Absolutely. Uh, you know, they give scraps to ordinary Americans. You got, you know, they're, they're debating whether or not you're going to get your stimulus check if you have child support. Are you fucking kidding me? But meanwhile, these huge companies, some of which aren't even experiencing any kind of downturn in their business are eligible to and, and have, you know, take it all this, this money, the big, the big, the big checks are mm -hmm. going to people with deep pockets. And, yeah. and uh, meanwhile, they want to police everybody else who's getting these little bit of pennies. Um, this is, this is America. I mean, it's just more of the same. It's more of the same, but one thing about this virus is actually showing a lot of how America is so flawed. It's showing it's showing all of the the flaws. I'm telling you, and mm -hmm. if you don't see it, your eyes something's wrong. Something's definitely wrong. So you're working a lot, and you're working from home, and um, so your personal space. How's like your headspace, and, <laughs> and for how you're feeling because you're working a lot, and we're still in the pandemic. How so are you? I I'm actually, so I am actually going into the office. Um, oh, my, hus my husband is a lawyer as well. And uh, our office is in Pikesville. Oh. Uh, we're pretty much going into the office every day. Uh, attorneys are, you know, we're considered essential workers. So we're not restricted from going into the office. Uh, and we don't have any employees. So we're not, you know, interacting with other people and putting people at risk. So you're almost like crisis proof. <laughs> well, that's, and that's, yeah, that's, that's why I was saying, you know, I, I, it just hurts my heart to know what so many people are, are dealing with. And, and then I feel like an asshole for feeling guilty because my guilt doesn't do shit for anybody. Hmm. Um, you know, we, we have tried to, I, I have like some, I have a history, history of being anemic and I'm a little concerned that 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 could result in me getting really sick if I actually did get COVID-19. And so I've been trying to, um, you know, really be very religious about, you know, isolating from everyone except really my husband. Mm -hmm. um, but um, it's, you know, 
otherwise we've been trying to do everything that we can to, to help, you know, we've increased our, um, our, um, charitable giving. Uh, I don't ordinarily just give people free legal advice over the phone, but I pretty much have been taking any call and every call from anybody who has an issue that, um, you know, is related to COVID-19 and needs help. Cause you know, that's something that I can do as a public service. And, um, you know, we, before this uh, crisis, I would probably get about, you know, 10 to 15 calls a week. And I pretty much, I can get, you know, 20 calls a day now, uh, from people wow. who've been impacted, um, by employment related issues, uh, due to, to COVID-19. Um, you know, I just, just today, a guy who was, uh, fired because he took leave uh, for COVID-19 and his employer wanted him to come back. His uh, healthcare provider instructed him to to stay home because he was still exhibiting symptoms of the virus and, and they fired him. Uh, it's just, it's, wow. it's a bad time. That's going on out here? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's, it, I would be very, I would be even more depressed if, if, it wasn't the case that while this is bringing out the worst in some people, it is also bringing out the best in some people. That's true. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, given my line of work, I, I, I see a lot of the worst. You know, I see people who who have plenty of money, um, but they don't want to spend their money to keep their their employees employed and working. They they want to keep their money in the bank. And so they're laying people off. And it's uh, it's bad. It's a cruel world out here. Mm-hmm. It's real cool. You would think during a pandemic it would be some uh, empathy. You know, um, companies would really look to try to de-escalate some of this hurt that we're feeling, but they just pound and keep. I don't know. I don't know where that comes from, but mm. that's I, don't, what, I I don't get it. I can't I can't wrap my head around it. You know, you know my my husband is a is a little more detached than I am, and he's always you know, trying to get me to not be so emotional about things that I, I can't control um, and get so worked up about stuff. But, you know, I, I got into a fight with, with someone on social, another attorney on social media, because oh, wow. uh, in the run up to the, the Paycheck Protection Program legislation uh, being implemented and, and passing, getting signed into law, all these lawyers were talking about how they were going to apply for the money. And, and, and they don't need it. I mean, there are definitely lawyers who, who, whose income has been really impacted and who need the money to keep their employees working. But a lot of them don't. And there was this guy like bragging about how he got the money. And it's, I just had this like reflexive reaction. Um, you know, and I was so angry that I called him trash or garbage or something. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> uh, which, you know, you're not allowed to do in this, uh, professional group for lawyers. And, um, you know, I, I quickly realized that it wasn't the right thing to do. And I took the comment down and I put up something constructive about how, you know, people will judge him based on his action. You know, when people are taking money because they can, not because they need it and other people don't have food, you know, there, there's an, I, there should be reputational consequences for this guy. And I was actually really shocked that most of the lawyers in this group uh, supported that man over me. Wow. These are the same people who 
have problems with 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 uh, public schools and and social welfare programs and the like. Uh, but they're quick to want to get what they what they're literally calling free money um, just because they can. And, you know, I mean, frankly, we would have qualified for it because, you know, we have had we can show that we've had a slowdown in our business on, on paper. It looks like our income has been impacted. Um, but it's, but as soon as the courts reopen, our income is going to bounce right back up. So, you know, it's an artificial dip. Mm-hmm. And a lot of lawyers are taking advantage of that, I I believe, and apply for the program when they don't really need it. I don't understand. I mean, my husband and I talked about it for literally like five seconds and we're like, there's no way. Even if we even if we make half of what we made last year, this year, because of the pandemic, we would never uh you know, seek that emergency funding when there are people who need it more than we do. Well, and everyone thinks like that. And but a lot of this is we have to this apparatus that is in place has to be dismantled. We have to vote. It's just a lot of things that have to change too, because this all it all starts at the top. This type of um, mm-hmm. process, this moral standard, mm-hmm. um, everyone is on the grab. Yeah, we're, you know they don't they don't snatch and grab country. There's no sense of like collective responsibility uh, for for a lot of. Americans. And, and that's why we're in this position. But you know, you, you hit the nail on the head, but you said we need to vote because the fact is we are in this position because we elected an asshole, Mm -hmm. um, who's a moron. Mm -hmm. And there's absolutely no reason, honestly, why Republicans should ever, uh, be president because we, there's more Democrat voters, period. Uh, (laughs) you know, that's just, we just, we just don't vote. You, just you know, don't. if we voted in our numbers, they would never win. Absolutely. But we don't do it. We don't do it. We have to galvanize. Um, we have to do better because what's going on is so malicious. It's, it's, it's just almost criminal to see it mm-hmm. unfold. And for there to be no repercussions and to be able to get richer. Yeah. How dare you? But yeah. that's what's happening in front of our eyes. So yeah. um, it's it's really unfortunate. So are you so you're working a lot? But are, what are you doing? Are you doing anything for you? Like creating something? So during this time, are you just working? So you know, I had planned to try to use as a kind of you know silver lining to the time at home. Uh, this is an opportunity to find a better work life balance. It's it's not happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not happening. But um, but I have decided. When I was in, in college, I used to, to sing. I was in this acapella singing group and I've decided I'm going to start singing. So I'm going to start, you know, recording myself singing. I'm going to put it on social media. Uh, I'm take, I took a, a page out of um, my brother-in-law's playbook. He's, he's really talented. He could play the guitar and he could sing. And he put up a, a video on, on Facebook. And I was like, you know what? Singing makes me happy. Singing Ooh. makes me happy. And, and when I'm singing, I forget about all the things in the world that make me sad. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I've, I've decided I'm going to start doing that. And and I have um, set up some Zoom, you know, cocktail hours with some, some friends from college and across the country. So I had that to look forward to. But for the most part, uh, we're we're just we're working. 
Okay. Well, you know, you segue and you said something and you segue right into where I'm going to go with our last will and testament. And sometimes it's people's talents. We've had people sing. Uh, we've had a viola. Um, so um, it's a jewel that you leave to inspire. So uh, we would love to hear you sing on the box, but uh, you might want to say something because you're well-spoken also. You know, you're attorneys. Y'all can talk. <laughs> Well, you should, you know, I would say probably more than half of the attorneys I know are just failed artists. Is there? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I know attorneys that are in bands, that are writing novels. Um, you know, it's a lot of folks, a lot of people who are attorneys are just, they, they made the sort of responsible decision to go to law school. But, you know, they're really more passionate about the arts. I'm actually, I, I actually am more passionate about the law, um, but the law also makes me, it makes me sad and it makes me angry and, uh, and singing doesn't, doesn't make me sad and angry. So, so, uh, you know, this is the last will and testament. What are we going to get? We're going to get something well-spoken. Are we going to get a nice song? Which, what kind of jewel are you going to leave on Black Box Friday on the, on the Rona report? I think that, uh, that folks are just gonna have to tune in. <laughs> gonna have to tune in another time for my uh. You're not gonna get a performance. Oh no. Um, you know, I'm actually really self-conscious, so I would um, I would, it, ordinarily I wouldn't sing unless I um have been Had able a to few. perform good. Yeah, well that too. That too. <laughs> okay, okay. So we'll we'll take the uh the verbal. If it's not going to be the song. So last will and testament, leave something with the people, leave a jewel. You know what? I, I would like to leave with anyone who listens to this. Um, you know, I represent so many black women who are so strong and beautiful and work so hard for everybody around them and are just beat down um, by everybody around them. Um, and I want them to know that I see them and I'm here for them. And I know how hard they try to have everybody else's back and they don't get the same in return. And I want them to know that I have their backs. Always. Always. Respect. Awesome. Respect. G? Tanya, thank you so much for sharing your passionate perspectives during this unique moment in history. We really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. For all of our listeners, if you would like to hear more of the Rona Report, you can find it at blackboxradio.com. That's B-L-A-K-B-O-X-X-R-A-D-I-O.com. You can also find Black Box Radio on Facebook and Instagram at Black Box Radio and on Twitter at Box Black. If you're hearing this message right now, we need your help to spread the word. Our messages are being suppressed by social media platforms. So please share this interview with your family, with your friends, send a text, send an email so that all of these important voices can be heard. All right. 
This is the Rona Report. We had Tanya Banya. Listen, your genius is so celebrated. I just so appreciate it. And your passion and uh, I just feel so loved. So I really appreciate what you brought today. Thank you. Really do. This is the Rona Report. It's 5120. We had Tanya Banya. This is Black Box Radio. We out. Peace.